Tank Streamlabs. Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's episode of Tankstream Speaks, brought to you by Tankstream Labs. I am your host, Bradley Delamere, and today we are joined by what I would say, in my experience, one of the nicest guys in the tech industry, James Lewis, the CEO of CEVO, that's also known as CEVO Australia. Welcome, James. Thanks for having me. It's wonderful to be here. We've known each other for many years, and we've worked with CEVO at Tankstream Labs for many years, uh, so it's great to have you on the show. Um, could you just uh, give us a bit of background as to who CEVO are, how the business started, and also a bit of background about yourself and how you got involved in, in CEVO from the beginning? Yeah, well, thank you. So, yeah, like, like you mentioned, James Lewis, I'm the CEO here at CEVO Australia, and originally I started in the business back in uh, 2019. My job at CEVO uh, is really to make sure that we're kind of hiring the the best people you know, in the market to help our customers uh, to transform their their technology uh, and their investments um, in the cloud. Uh, we like to think that we uh, help our customers to move faster with confidence. The sort of four pillars of, of capability I suppose we have is DevOps engineering, cloud native, uh, cloud migration and, and data and AI. Uh, you know, if we look across the breadth of the capability areas that we have within the organisation, um, DevOps engineering is really uh, what I sort of talk about as our bread and butter. Um, CVO started seven years ago uh, in Melbourne. Uh, a number of our team had some really good experiences working um, in product companies, uh, and they really saw what good looked like from you know a, a modern way of working. You've got to remember too that seven years ago, DevOps wasn't a buzzword, and, and not a lot of people knew a lot of, about it. So, um, being able to take their their knowledge and their learnings from what they'd done in in their product companies and be able to take that to you know bigger, uh, more enterprising, government focused uh, organisations and help them to uh, work better and smarter and work more efficiently, introduce automation, uh, infrastructure as code, um, and really helping to, you know, reduce the development cycles, improve quality uh, and, and things like that. So that in many cases is our bread and butter. You know, uh, as much as customers say that they work in an agile way or that they leverage um, DevOps practices, I think there's, uh, you know, there's always uh, opportunity for for um, customers to continuously improve uh, their operations and the the ways that they, that they work. And uh, and our team are really super passionate about, um, you know, when they see something that can be fixed or can be can be improved. Uh, you know, culturally, that's what they what they really want to achieve. Outside of, uh, I guess, the the DevOps engineering uh, side of things, we have uh, kind of platform and DevOps uh, style consultants and engineers, uh, and we also have a, a large development team as well. Uh, and and our cloud native practice is uh, again something that we've really helped our customers to modernise and, and and transform their applications to leverage, you know, modern uh, cloud application architectures and and really. Uh, be smarter and more efficient, whether that's modernising applications or whether that's building applications from scratch. And we've got some really good examples of, of helping customers with both of those, uh, both of those styles of engagement. Great. Um, so you mentioned there about customers. Who typically are your customers? Uh, do you have a range of customers from small SMEs through to enterprise, government? We've got a very diverse set of customers and we love all of our customers equally. Um, but we, we work, you know, with enterprise government customers. So if you think about the ASX 200, you know, there, there's a number of customers that we work with at that, that sort of end of town, if you like. Um, but yet some of the, the smaller ISVs and, and startups, you know, that are maybe in Series B, Series C funding where they're looking to industrialise their platforms and, and build them for scale and, and resiliency and, um, you know, 
when they're ready to start launching their products and so forth. We've got some really good customers that we've been able to uh, add value and, and help transform their environments at, at, the, at the smaller end of the, the scale as well. Yeah, and I do see a lot of thought leadership coming out from Sevo uh, through your website and also your various social channels. Um, just coming back to your customers, because obviously the customers are very important to you. Um, what is the number one question that customers ask you? I think topically at the moment, it's it's really um, how do we make sure that our environments are secure and we're meeting all of our obligations, you know, from a, a cyber and a cyber security um, perspective. I think that's very much front of mind for a lot of our customers, whether they're smaller customers or larger customers. I think, uh, you know, that's that's certainly very, um, very topical. Um, and then really, uh, as well as that, it's sort of looking at cost um, and efficiency and optimization across the environment. And again, a lot of those DevOps and well-architected principles. So how do we make sure that uh, our environments are, are running optimally. We're not wasting uh, services and costs. And I think customers definitely still want to innovate, um, you know, and that's back to that cloud migration um, and cloud native um, mindset uh, in terms of how can we uh, continue to improve and take our tech debt and our legacy environments and then we can start to, you know, improve them and create better experiences for, for our customers. Gone are the days where there's longer lead times to innovation. If you're not innovating quickly and if you can't, uh, meet uh, demands of your your customers, then they'll churn and pivot quite quickly. Absolutely. As an expert in your field in innovation and cloud migration, what is the question or the one question that you think clients should be asking you? Yeah, look, a, a, a question I'd love to see customers asking us more often um, is, you know, how can cloud technology really accelerate their business goals and their um, uh, requirements, uh, you, you know, to transform and to accelerate? I think there's a... Uh, kind of a mindset in the environment that projects of a certain size and complexity take too long or they're going to cost too much money. Um, whereas I think, you know, a lot of the, the shifting away from, you know, typical um, traditional hardware and software sort of platforms moving into consumption-based cloud services, it's it's uh, one of the really satisfying things is when you can come into a customer environment, um, have a look at a set of requirements and run up a proof of value or, or a pilot sort of um uh, application in a really short amount of time that really kind of amazes and delights the customers and then gives them the confidence that they can then go and, you know, sign off on the broader business case for a project to really kind of, you know, rapidly deliver them. Whereas in their own mindset, that that's something that was, you know, a, a big rock that, that was just too hard to sort of shift. Um, the other, I suppose, question I'd love from customers as well is, is and again, another one of our capability areas is data and AI as well, is really starting to explore how that can start to transform uh, their environments as well. And and I'm sure, Brad, you know, you've, you've been across it. The the chat GPT stuff has really brought... Oh, it's going bonkers at the moment, isn't it? Like, it's no longer abstract. Sometimes these concepts and these ideas are, are so kind of abstract for customers, it's, it's hard to envisage how they, their own data and their own data sets. And most of the customers have, you know, phenomenal amounts of, of data. So how can you really start to pull that together um, and then really organise that and, and normalise that in a, in a really good environment? And then you can start to build those insights on top of it and then even start to then use kind of some applied um, AI and ML sort of um, models and things to really start to uh, accelerate your understanding of your customers and uh, understanding of your business processes. There must be a huge opportunity in the space right now, especially in that open AI. You know, all businesses are looking at it and 
trying to understand and figure out how potentially they can apply that to various processes and to various areas in their business. And are you already having initial conversations and getting clients reaching out to you in that area? I think customers are always very interested in those sorts of services. And I think from an Amazon perspective, Amazon, what they do really, really well is they take a lot of their Amazon.com models and tap into through APIs and to really leverage the the power of the the broader AWS um, experiences or Amazon.com experiences and then start to apply those to our customers. So seeing really uh, interesting um, opportunities to help customers better personalise their websites as an example or help them to forecast, uh, you know, what they might need in their supply chain and uh, making sure that they've got you know, product on stock and, uh, and and things like that. And again, you know, you've seen in the last few years that supply chains in particular have been massively impacted through all sorts of different world world events. So things like that, I think, you know, we're, we're really seeing customers uh, leverage that technology to really improve, you know, their business operations and, and again, their service to their customers uh, as well. It's going to be really interesting to see how the next six to 12 months pans out, isn't it, for a lot of these businesses? Being able to help customers to build those applications and build that um, uh, experiences into their products, I, I think is is something that really, you know, drives our consultants uh, and, you know, um, really helps us to deliver good value to the customers. I'm pretty excited. I'm excited to see what new ideas and startups are formed in the next six to 12 months on the back of all this uh, new, new technology and innovation. Yeah, agreed. And, and I think it's, it's fantastic just seeing... Um, you know, even within the Tankstorm community, you know, the, the, the different ideas and the different, um, you know, companies that, that start up and have a, have a go at this sort of stuff. And, you know, whether you're an enterprise customer or a startup customer, the, the availability of the technology and the services to really help you bootstrap and, and build and, and go is, is, is just amazing today compared to what it was, you know, five years ago, 10 years ago. James, you talked about um, working with enterprise clients, in particular ASX 200 listed companies. How about the smaller end of town? So companies that are in the Tankstream Labs community and the wider startup ecosystem, how can Sivo work with those clients? We love to work with with a broad mix of, uh, of customers, and I think we can add value, you know, in a lot of different ways, irrespective of, of your size and, and, your, and your budget. And underpinning all of those is our managed services sort of capability as well to kind of help you keep the lights on and, and support and run all of those different capabilities as well. You know, if they're looking at deploying things within uh, AWS environments, you know, our team have got lots of expertise to ensure that they're well architected to make sure that, you know, you're running them within best practices and you're not running into challenges down the line that we've already seen a hundred times before. So, um, you know, those sort of quick and, and rapid assessments, they're not they're not long, complex consulting engagements and they can be done very quickly. Most of our customers do have really skilled and capable engineering teams, but they might just need a little bit of expertise or a little bit of a, a point in the right direction or, you know, phone a friend to kind of help sort of get them over a little hump and a little hurdle. Uh, and those are the sorts of things I think that we're really, really good at. Right. So in summary, there's no company too small to work with Sivo. Uh, no, no, no company too small. I mean, some customers that are very much at the beginning of their journey, you know, might just need some, you know, might just need a chat with someone for, you know, uh, a couple of hours or something like that, rather than a, you know, a month long consulting engagement as well. So James, thank you for that. Now, if any companies want to reach out to Sivo yourself, what's the, what's the best avenue to do so? To visit us at our website, um, cvo.com.au. It's been great to learn a bit more about Sivo, what you do, who you work with, and we wish you all the success for the, the next year ahead. Uh, we'll look forward to, to seeing you as part of the Thanks, Streamlabs community over that period. So thank you very much for joining us. Cool. Thanks for having me, Brad. It's been, been fantastic.
Thanks, Streamlabs. Ample. Hee hee. Is this thing on? Yeah, that's on. Don't touch that.